Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, November 29th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here's What's What near you. Tonight marks the start of the most wonderful time of the year with the annual Rockefeller Center tree lighting in New York City. The ceremony starts at 7 p.m. on Center Plaza. There will be two entry points on 6th Avenue between 48th Street and 51st Street. Both will be open at 4 o'clock for the public. The NYPD is notifying New Yorkers that the streets around Rockefeller Center will be closed ahead of the event. They will also be increasing security, especially in preparation for the pro-Palestinian protests scheduled for this evening. The tree itself will be lit at 10 p.m. The ceremony will also air live on NBC. New York residents have been impacted by a medical company's data breach. State Attorney General Letitia James says at least 4 million New Yorkers may have been impacted by the breach, which could potentially lead to identity theft. James says Perry and Johnson Associates became aware of the breach in May. They provide transcription services to healthcare groups and doctors. The company said some of the information in the breach includes social security numbers, as well as insurance and clinical information from medical files. Most New Yorkers who have had their data compromised will be notified this week. A flight that landed at New York's JFK is making air travel a little greener. The Virgin Atlantic jet that came from London was the first transatlantic flight powered by 100% green fuel. That means it used no fossil fuels. It was operated entirely on sustainable fuel, reducing its carbon emissions by 70%. There are current regulations in place that prevent airlines from using more than 50% of sustainable fuel, but this flight received a special permit. It was a small step towards the international aviation industry's goal of achieving a net zero target of greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Yesterday's flurries broke a 22-month streak of no snow in New York City. That's right. As of Monday, it had been 652 days since the Big Apple picked up at least an inch of snow on a single calendar day. New York joins many other tri-state area cities who have seen a sharp decline in the number of snowy days each winter. But for everyone hoping for a white Christmas, there is some promising news. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said that the cyclical weather pattern El Nino could bring blizzard conditions back to the northeast as early as December. The holidays are just around the corner and many shoppers looking for a more personal gift may turn to the e-commerce site Etsy. But some of Etsy's sellers are sounding the alarm over the website's use of AI, which they say harms independent sellers. Dana Gibbs has the story. As the holiday shopping season approaches this fall, people looking for an extra special gift for their friends and family may pay a visit to the handmade and vintage e-commerce giant Etsy. But even though the site is known for its intricately crafted handmade goods, sellers are sounding the alarm on Etsy's recent and troubling use of AI. This trend of seller pushback started at the end of August, when seller Starla Moore of Handmade Alpha Academy coined the movement hashtag Keep Etsy Human. She says the idea is to bring attention to what she calls Etsy's stray away from authenticity in its user experience, the very thing that made the platform attractive to makers and buyers. Maddie Boyd, a member of the board of directors and a founding member of the Indie Sellers Guild, also known as ISG, says sellers are not happy with Etsy's customer service and platform regulation bots, which she claims are doing more harm than good. She also commends more on starting the movement. 
anytime somebody wants to stand up and, and make a change like that or try to get their voice heard at Etsy, it's a hugely positive development. The ISG believes that the explosion of AI on Etsy is a direct contradiction of the platform's original motto, keep commerce human. And Boyd says that her organization is making sure the Etsy sellers are protected, especially when issues arise with the company. We've been able to come out with like recommendations for individuals who have come up against these issues on how best to go about dealing with it, right, based on their circumstances. There's steps that you can take on Etsy to like safeguard your right to, for example, bring litigation, like bring a lawsuit against Etsy. We also recently had some contact with a, uh, the U.S. Senate Commerce Committee relating to a bill that would help regulate like online sales platforms where people can say that something is made in the U.S., but it's in fact made in a sweatshop overseas. There's legislation pending before the U.S. Senate that would make it harder to do that, harder to misrepresent like sweatshop goods. Meanwhile, the hashtag Keep Etsy Human movement has rehashed not-so-pleasant memories for some Etsy sellers. Amy Co. owns the digital asset shop Snarkheart. And she recalls Etsy's AI shutting her down for using the word Baltic to describe the pattern of one of her products. And seller Colleen Mitchell remembers being threatened by Etsy for claiming one of her products was FDA approved, even though the statement was true. So after Etsy's AI deactivated that product listing, Mitchell abandoned the platform. The list of seller complaints goes on. Here's Boyd again. So many Etsy sellers and buyers have gotten together that our voice is loud enough that it just becomes too difficult for Etsy to ignore. So far, that's proving to be true. Just a few days after hashtag Keep Etsy Human started up, Etsy took two new measures to keep resellers and fee burdens at bay. One measure targets resellers directly, stating that listing images must be of the item itself, not a rendering or a stock photo. And an initiative called Share and Save, which gives sellers 4% back on their Etsy sales. But Boyd says that can't be the end of the discussion. We want Etsy to sit down with its sellers, to sit down with the guild, and to just open up a channel of communication, which is not something that they've been willing to do so far. Because the reality is the interests of sellers on the platform and of buyers on the platform on the one hand, and the interests of the owners of the platform have really, really over the past few years started to, to diverge a lot. And uh, when sellers and buyers don't have any representation, it's not surprising who gets the short end of the stick. Ultimately, Boyd says that starting a dialogue will make Etsy a better place for both its corporate team, its sellers, and maybe even its holiday shoppers. With WFUV, I'm Dana Gibbs. That was Dana Gibbs reporting on the hashtag Keep Etsy Human movement. The popular salad chain Chopped is being sued in New York for taking the idea of finger food a little too far. Yup, you heard that right. A customer filed a lawsuit after consuming a piece of human finger that was tossed into her salad. A manager at the Mount Kisco location accidentally cut her finger while chopping ingredients and contaminated the salad with her left pointer. The customer claims that she suffered personal injuries from the salad, including shock, nausea, and neck and shoulder pain. Records from the Westchester County Health Department show that the restaurant was fined $900. Starting this spring, Harvard University and University of Florida will be joining the growing list of colleges offering Taylor Swift-themed courses. The pop star already had courses being taught about her this semester at Stanford, Rice, Arizona State University, and Berkeley College of Music, amongst other schools. 
Harvard's class is entitled Taylor Swift and Her World, and University of Florida is offering a course about musical storytelling by studying the works of Taylor Swift and other famous female artists. The fast-growing trend in Taylor-themed classes stems from New York University's Swift-themed course taught last semester by Rolling Stone writer Brittany Spanos. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Caroline Ely. And that's What's What.